This is going to be a train wreck. I was not prepared for this at all. <laughs> That's how we do it here anyway. So you are in, in good company for that. And I don't have any access to sound or music. So I will let you, as the guest, <laughs> choose however you want to start the show. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Not Nerd Podcast. I am Nate Heath. <laughs> With me, as always, Dave Baylor. No, you have not no. tuned into the wrong channel. This is the Mark and Toddcast. It kind is of. with special kind of yes it's the Dave and Toddcast I had the Nate and Toddcast a couple of weeks ago and much like a parent who always has to make sure that everybody in the house all the kids have an equal portion of everything <laughs> it's not I decided fair. to tap you to also come in because i also knew as i do with nate that you will jump at the chance to record or stream or do anything much like i do so we are we are social media whores i did see i don't think mine does it though the thumbs up thing your thumbs up came up you can do this if if you're oh you got double thumbs up because you fireworks yes you're the camera is supposed to see that you have thumbs up or different maybe yes. okay or something like that or it's built um, into the mac operating system you can do the gestures and it'll do the and then so i don't maybe i it's probably because my computer is not updated to where it should be oh oh the devil horn gives you some laser backgrounds yeah. and ooh, well i'm surprised cool. you can see it because we try to do it on the podcast and it never goes through to youtube for some well, like yeah because like what yours will but nate's won't and so nate is uh, yeah. like a uh, just hung out to dry as he's doing <laughs> all his his emotions to try to trigger it but yeah. um but yes uh, i decided late i wasn't sure if i wanted to record this weekend mark is uh out and about with nick for all their christmas festivities and i thought well if i don't do something on sunday i will accomplish nothing so this mm. morning at this morning at church i asked if you wanted to hop on and um i mostly just had all this news piled up that I kind of wanted to get out of the way before the new year started so we could start fresh. Mm -hmm. So are you familiar? And I can't remember if I talked about this on the show already, if I just talked with Mark, um, a podcast called the Holy Post Podcast. It's are you familiar with that? I'm familiar with no. It is. I had never heard of it either, and they're of course been doing it for like ten years, and they've got five hundred episodes. But it's um, Phil Vischer, <laughs> who is the creator yeah. of Veggie Tales. Right. Um, it's he and a couple other journalists or writers that usually host it, and they um, have a couple series. Um, their regular show is like they have a twenty minute or ten or fifteen minute opening little chat about some silly news story or about whatever and then one of them for the rest of the show will interview an author or just come up with a discussion but it's i i often avoid religious themed podcasts just because i'm always very wary about the intentionality and mm -hmm. and scripturality and all of the alities that go along with that but i found it really really it's a great podcast because it's a little light, but the conversations are like they talked about Israel and Hamas, and then they're talking about Christian nationalism, and they're talking about the abortion debate, and it's all the big things, but it's a very reasoned and very well-discussed well, well discussed, um You mean they uh, use show. intelligence and logic to talk about things and not sensationalism? Yes, and, and, and exactly, exactly. But, um, and what so, was yeah, the name if, of that again? 
the Holy Post podcast with Phil Vischer is well when you were describing it it sounds like another podcast I'm familiar with that's been going on over five years and has nobody listening to it and that's the not nerd podcast (laughs) (laughs) so I thought oh is he talking about us no you guys well you guys are storming YouTube right now with not (laughs) nerd podcast you guys up to seven views a week uh, go go live every week with your show now, which is really, really fun. So, yes, uh, 6.30s Monday night, uh, 6.30 on Monday nights on YouTube is the Not Nerd Podcast. So come come out for a chat and the show, which is Feel free to fun. skip it if you're making sauce. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know. I've never – I think because my time is so unscheduled now I and I usually take Mondays off, I always think it's Sunday – my Monday. And so, right. yes, I got distracted by my sauce making the other day and almost missed the show. But, um, well, we kept changing well, are, the time on you. But. Are there, are there any, any other pre pre-show chat things you would like to, to bring up anything well, on your mind? Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about this because who knows when this show will come out, but, uh, we're recording a week before Christmas. Yes. And which is coming out. And do you have any big plans or are, are there any present wishes that you, would like to get for Christmas. Ooh, ooh, present wishes. I haven't thought of present wishes. I do need to get my um my car the inside detail on like the carpet the mm-hmm. fabric shampooed or whatever because it's just the remnants of taking care of children for the last decade <laughs> oh, have gross. really taken its toll even though I've never like there's only ever been water or clear liquids in there but every time you spill there's just a giant water stain where that from and so there's all this nonsense in there so Mm. um but my so my mom and dad live in eastern washington in sunnyside in the yakima valley and my brother and sister-in-law and their kids also lived there for the last 20 years or so but they for about four years ago moved to minnesota Mm. so we're all kind of getting used to the not spending holiday times together but i'll be going back to my mom and dad's over Christmas weekend. And then a couple of weeks later when my niece is able to visit with her husband and baby, but we always do. I was talking about it in our uh, little uh, church chat this morning before <laughs> Sunday school, everybody was asking what their traditions were. And my family had developed a, this, the greatest tradition for Christmas. And it kind of was born out of a disastrous, like, I think someone got sick and like, we couldn't all get together. And like, mm. so it was like, well, what are we going to do for food and all that? And, we decided um my mom and dad picked up a bunch of crusts just the crusts from papa murphy oh and they got the little personal size and so they would get enough for they would just kind of that year they were like well there's a bunch of people in town that have nowhere to go you know people are going to be in and out so they got a bunch of pizza crusts and just said whoever wants to show up bring whatever topping you want we'll have the sauce and all that and just uh, bring something for your own own fixings and and so every year since then, we've done that because then people can join you and it's not a big like, how are we going to feed them? And like everybody stands around and makes their own pizza with their own interesting thing and talks about that. And there's something to do and include people. And it's just mm-hmm. the neatest. It's the neatest tradition. So we'll be doing that again this year, even though there might not be very many of us. So and what's the address again? Yes, it's in Sunnyside, Washington. So okay. if you are visiting the Yakima Valley over Christmas or over the weekend of the fifth, give me a call and you can come join our family pizza parade. That sounds really so fun. What about you? Do you do anything well uh, traditional every year? We're in this weird phase of life where our children 
are on the verge of being grown-ups. Uh, my daughter's actually 21, but she lives with us and she is taking classes and working. And then my son is in the army and he's coming back. Uh, so that'll be fun um, to see him, but he's going to spend a lot of time with friends. So, but I'm looking forward to him coming back and spending some time with him. We haven't seen him for almost exactly a year, just oh, shy wow. a few months. Uh, well, we, we do FaceTime and those type of things. Yeah, 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 calls, yeah. But, but... Uh, in person. And then, um, you know, gift-wise, just the typical peace on earth, goodwill towards men. No. <laughs> uh, More subscribers. Always, for Nate and I, Christmas is all year long because it's like, oh, a new keyboard. I want that. Oh, a camera. I want that. I'm, I've got my eyes set on a uh, teleprompter from Elgato, which is not in stock Ooh. right now. It's got a built-in screen. You get your computer, you put your camera behind it, the whole deal. Uh, oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, I'm looking for, forward to things like that. But for Christmas, I last minute put a few things on Amazon wish list and sent them to my wife and said, because uh, she kept asking me. Uh, she's, it's funny because we were talking a few months ago about getting a small electronic piano, uh, you know, like a full size keyboard, but electronic and, you know, not a real piano because we don't have the yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they cost anywhere between 500 or a thousand bucks and you could spend as much as you, you could spend $30,000 on one if you wanted. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, we were looking for one in that range and just kind of trailed off and she's like, a few months later, what would you think if I spent a thousand dollars for you on Christmas? And I'm like, I just bought a computer. What, do you... and <laughs> what I... else do I need? So, so it didn't take me much logic to think she's going to buy me, but I don't think she's going to, I think she chickened out. So anyway, she's so maybe a piano that might be there you go. a great gift. There you, do you play piano? I play some, I took some okay. lessons when I was younger and I, do a lot playing by ear i can play anything in the key of c so and and i keep thinking go. why isn't every song in the key of c and just use the little pitch bend tool or the little <laughs> and just change the key with the button and just play everything in the key of c why doesn't everybody do this they do it on guitars right. with those little capos you know yeah yeah. it yeah, makes yeah. everything in the key of g or whatever so anyway I'm i, I don't know i don't know enough about guitar playing um to know anything about it but i do know that there is like there's always memes and jokes about people who use capos mm -hmm. and i always get the sense that it's like it's cheating or like it's just something like not as authentic or whatever i'm like right. you're just putting a clip on a thing like let's <laughs> everybody calm down yeah it allows it's not like it play. plays the guitar it's not like an auto tune or whatever no. it's just you still have to have holding skill. down some yeah yeah so i was i could never figure out why there's always that like oh and a it, lot of it is is aimed at pra praise and worship leaders oh, yeah. like the big thing is to use capos so well, maybe you only it need makes it... you only need to know three chords and have one of those i i pronounce it capo but capo whatever and then you no can idea. it's like oh you, this is an e you just move it down and then you're you're good to go Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, I so see it allows you to play in the key you know and adjust the key of the sound that comes out of the guitar because it shortens see, or lengthens this. Well, it doesn't lengthen the strings, but it shortens the strings yeah. and it can adjust the pitch and allow you to play in the same chords. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's why the pretentious music yeah. music people They're like, scoff if at you this. really could play, you could, you could nail that E flat minor key. 
or uh, scoff at cord. the thing that makes their their talent uh, accessible to other people. Well, don't even <laughs> get started down on upon. don't even get started on power chords, power bars. That's where you tune your your guitar to where you can just slide up and down and oh, uh, like an actually, open. You, just a fingering thing where you just strum and it hits like two keys of the chord and you can just kind of play any chord by sliding up and down. But I did always wonder like why they don't, why guitars aren't tuned to an open key. Like you think that would be the first step. Yeah. Like why do you build an instrument like, oh, but you can't like just use it. I think I've thought of that without... also, but I think it allows for the versatility of hitting different notes and keys and chords that to be able to get it may be unreachable. There physically unreachable to do it on an open tuned guitar but then you yeah. could just put your art your finger on there and just go strum 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 but playing individual notes might be a little bit more difficult i don't know that's i didn't true. invent the thing that's true well let's hunt down the person who invented <laughs> guitars and we have to go back a while invented the lyre or whatever <laughs> it's based on just the one string <laughs> ding 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 <sighs> all right well are we ready to to dig into I think so. You have here. some notes. We're just going to I do have some notes. Hour. So yeah, we we are going to we are going to plow plow on through. It's a big win for the I5 bridge which uh landed a massive federal grant to replace the Interstate 5 bridge between Washington and Oregon. The years-long effort to replace the bridge spanning the Columbia River will get 600 million a million with a what, Dave? An M, I believe. Yes, that's right. From the um, U.S. Department of Transportation. It's the first check the federal government has written for the project, but likely isn't the last. To date, the only public cash has come from the states of Oregon and Washington. Well, like, who else would they come from? Yeah. California, perhaps. Maybe. Um, Oregon and Washington both pledged $1 billion with a <laughs> the B. With a B, um, but more funding can be on the uh, horizon. The yeah, the outcome of the project is $1.5 billion with the B grant that could uh, be announced this spring. The thing that didn't talk about, and I realized that might be for the 205 bridge, because there's lots of talk, especially kind of in the West Lynn 205 corridor, about the toll bridge. And there's always fighting going back and forth yeah. because I think the politicians want it to be a toll bridge and nobody here on the West no. coast wants it to be a toll bridge. Nobody else would. Not... Why would anybody else want to have to pay to cross a river? It's like, are they trolls or something? Yeah. So I, I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't remember which bridge that was for, but since it's not mentioned in this article, I'm assuming that's a two Oh five bridge. Thing. Well, I do remember the I five bridge. Well, wait a minute. So is this the one that crosses like by well, Jansen beach? Four... No, the yeah, yeah. So the I five and there's the big thing that raises up, and I remember yeah. I don't know a decade ago they spent millions of dollars doing a study and basically to say we don't have enough money to pay for this thing, so it's set <laughs> unfixed for all that time when they could have used the millions of dollars to actually fix some stuff. But the yeah. number six hundred million does not seem like a lot of money to me to fix a bridge like that. No, and especially with uh, what's it, it going to do? It's you sound... got the two million, two billion. Sorry. Well, and if Oregon and Washington, yeah, are, are kicking in two billion, and they're but what's an additional get... six hundred million going to do? I mean, it's it's a pittance compared to two billion. Yeah, but that anyway. pays for that pays for the politicians. That seems that like grant. a lot for a bridge, but what do I know? Well, it's a railroad bridge. I think it's a it's also the railroad bridge, main bridge for the freight and for amtrak and for all of that yeah every it's the only way i think it'd be cheaper um, to get everybody flying cars 
Uh, the other thing that I don't think will ever happen is our flying, <laughs> we should do a our flying cars. Let's go back to fairies. Those are cheap. They do. I remember it was one of the most magical things after I, I moved here in 99 and, and my wife at the time, we were driving around just exploring the countryside and ended up in Canby and <laughs> taking the back roads. And all of a sudden the road just ends into the river and the, the tiny ferry comes and picks us up to show like, and I had never, I'm from California. I'd never seen anything <laughs> like that. I was like, I just drive my car on this little tiny boat and I go like 500 feet. And I'm like, do you take Apple pay? Because uh, <laughs> they probably no do now. Yeah. And it and it's still you. It's not just like a quaint little thing. Like it's still one of the main ways that people commute it's so uh, every morning to get across the river. Yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> anyway, well, speaking of public transit. Yes. Uh, I have a story here. Gateway Transit Center to close to IMAX trains for six weeks in early 2024. From January 14th to February 25th, the Max Blue and Green lines will both be disrupted on the red line. Oh, and the red line will be completely suspended. The construction is part of TriMet's A Better Red project, which <laughs> seeks to extend and improve the red line. And speaking to my son uh, from Alaska and the Army, is keep trying to call me, and I'm telling him, stop trying to call I'm me. Doing I'm doing important things. <laughs> this is more important than you. I, Are you kidding me? You're just my son. This is a <laughs> podcast I'm doing here. <laughs> this is forever. You're going to die someday. I'm going to die someday. But the podcast is forever. <laughs> it will be studied. <laughs> anyway, so um, this is an article that I don't know much about because I do not ride the max and i hear that it might not be the safest thing and uh, related to public transportation in the portland area i read a comment that somebody commented on reddit about it, it says uh his bellwether is whether you can take a kindergartner on the public transport uh, transportation to determine whether it's safe or not so, right I but anyway, been, I used when I first moved here, I rode the Max in from Beaverton every day, and I loved it. But that was you know twenty years ago or whatever. I I would say relative to most large metropolitan area public transits, we have we're on the better end. And yeah. like when I'm driving around, like even for the bus, I see like normal people, business people, like going off to like all those people, and I think that's kind of the bellwether too. Is like who's taking it and mm -hmm. um i'm not sure about the max but i would imagine during business hour or like in the morning yeah. in the evening there's a lot of people do plenty of normies and and the better red program says it extends the max red line west to serve 10 more stations and improves schedule reliability for the entire max system wow. so that's what the uh, better red is okay so nice it's gonna be closed for a while i guess just uh thumb it yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, because yeah, it didn't, it didn't really. Oh, here we go. The you, there'll be shuttles available taking passengers oh. by uh, to and from the Portland Airport as well as Southeast Main Street to the Gateway Transit Center. So, what a yeah, big! If, um, if you're near the Gateway Transit, I would, I would further look into this to make sure that you are. <laughs> oh yeah, to, you know, to manage this. I'm sorry that you had to read that. It was below the fold on my. My notes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna speak of below the fold. A, an Oregonian newspaper showed up on my on my driveway this morning. I was like, oh, I haven't seen a newspaper Weird. just out and about for a while. <laughs> Are they trying to well, solicit your uh, patronage to the uh, thing? Or? I would imagine. Yes, I'm just hoping there's a crossword puzzle in there. That's all I'm in for. Yeah. Well, the holy grail of male contraceptive pill that's 99% effective and 100% reversible 
is being trialed on British blokes, as this article <laughs> from England says. The pill, cleverly named YCT-529, works by blocking the vitamin A supply to the testicles to halt sperm production. It is the first candidate not to contain hormones and was found to be 99% effective and 100% reversible in experiments on mice and monkeys. Experts are now testing its safety in humans for the first time on a group of 16 men enrolled at a clinic in Nottingham. The last innovation in contraception was the birth control pill that was almost 60 years ago. Uh, most attempts making uh, at making male contraceptive have worked by reducing the sex hormone testosterone, but have risk side effects like mood swings and weight gain, which is so funny because if men ever had to take like the birth control pill and felt, felt what that does to your body, they'd be like, I'm not taking this. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's just the last thing we did. And we're like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, the researchers believe that blocking a specific vitamin receptor will mean sperm temporarily stops being made without affecting the patient's health. I'm so. so interested to learn how they target the vitamin A distribution in just the testicle, not the rest of your body, because I think the rest of your body needs it as well. I'm guessing it needs it. Yeah. And I don't know if it just temporarily, but I guess if you're taking it all the time, like, I don't know if this is a, you take it, it, it wouldn't seem like. I think you'd have, have to take, take it, it all regularly. The time. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe what do you use? What does your body use vitamin A for? Your skin just starts to slough off. And, <laughs> I don't know what it's for. <laughs> your fingernails fall out. and Isn't that how you see the carrots have vitamin A? Don't they always say that's well, like for your eyesight? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's what it is. It's, yeah. It's just for, for your, those yeah. type of things, tissues. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the interesting part about this is um, you, you were joking about like if men had to take the contraceptive, the contraceptive that women do, they would be like, I'm not doing this. The, the difference has always been that women have more at stake because they have to yes. carry the baby and give birth and all that stuff. Yes. So that's, so the, I think, the reason why risks uh, are many women are like, I'm just going to put up with the problems it causes. Yeah. I'll be a little moody, I think, Yeah, <laughs> to not have this baby that I don't want. Oh, it can make you more regular, too, for your monthly visitors. Yes, I do know there a lot of people take and for, for skin for skin health, too. Sometimes that's yeah. um, prescribed to put you right. on birth control. But I just everybody <laughs> take birth control. It's good for you. everybody. Let's just uh, everybody gets <laughs> fixed it, at birth. And That's then right. we get DNA from both parties and put them in the tube when you get married and you can have a baby and you have to have a Perfect. license so that you're capable of raising a child. Agreed. <laughs> and everyone will agree with us, I'm sure. And there's no problems to this whatsoever. <laughs> and there have never been any books written that do the same thing. Well, the ne- perhaps you could ask Chet GPT about there this we topic, go because our next article says chat gpt may have become seasonally depressed as creators race to fix ai after users moan over bizarre changes i this believe this weird. article is from the sun by the way which is why the headline <laughs> so is so crazy take it with a grain of salt according to futurism and ars technica now ars technica is a legit um, yeah, yeah, house. It might not be just humans who suffer from seasonal depression. Chat GPT apparently provided simple res- results or refused to do tasks. Even OpenAI has admitted that there's something wrong with its chatbot. It wrote on X. On X. We've we've heard all your feedback about GPT-4 getting lazier. 
We haven't updated the model since November 11th, and this clearly isn't intentional. Model behavior can be unpredictable, and we're looking into fixing it. Hold on, that's a terrible as, quote. As rockets are being launched, we're yeah. looking into it. We're looking into <laughs> fixing it versus we're fixing we it. We are fixing it. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about deciding to fix it. And if we decide, yes, we're going to do it. Uh, th- uh, as it continues, Ars Technica suggested that chat GPT laziness could be due to a winter break hypothesis. This hypothesis claims that chatbots learn to do less work over the holiday season because they base everything they know on information from humans. So that also indicates then like, say, during an election year where all of us get pissed off and are constantly screaming at each other, like then our AI is going to mirror all of these like completely insane reactions we have to things and because that's what they're modeling. I, for one, don't want our AI to act like humans because we've been there and done that. <laughs> yes. And they don't act very good most of the I time. I don't want our AI to act at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know Be that inert. I want AI. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, from AI to first Thursdays, uh, first Thursdays are, <laughs> I'm not, I, I can't, I'm no not nerd uh, transitionologist. That was like you guys can do. Aces. <laughs> <laughs> but first Thursdays are returning to the Portland Art Museum in 2024. Officials say visitors will be able to explore the museum free of charge on the first Thursday of every month starting in January. The deal will also apply to the programs at the museum's new Tomorrow Theater, according to the museum. Museum officials say the return of first Thursday is thanks to support from the Art Bridges Foundation's Access for All program. Wait a minute. And by viewers like you. <laughs> Maybe they should take some of that money and put into the real bridge on I-5 instead of the Oh, there we go. Foundation. <laughs> so I often wonder about this. This seems like an opportunity, and I, I'm always, I guess I'm a glass half empty type person. Couldn't someone take advantage of it and just drop off a bunch of their kids and be like, go have fun at the museum. And then, you know, priceless artifacts are being destroyed. And, you know. I would imagine, but... I don't know that anyone, anyone who would want to do that would think of the art museum as a place to go. You know well, what I mean? I don't know that it's on the radar. Free childcare and they get to learn something. This is well, all those derelict parents that are listening to, to the <laughs> Mark and Todd cast will now have an have an idea. I shouldn't have given the idea because I do. Know I do know there is security them. at the Portland Art Museum because I had a friend, uh, a friend who used to be a security guard there. Um. Would they but be yes, able first to Thursdays. I don't know. I guess intimidate, intimidate, and ask yeah. to leave. <laughs> Strongly worded statements. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. But, <laughs> but I've it, never, I've, I've never actually been to the uh, Portland Art Museum, so I don't yeah, have a. I was going to swing it around. What it's like. Back to the article. I have been there, and it's quite nice. I like. Oh, nice. I like yeah. to go there, and we've gotten passes from our local library, where you can mm. go and get a day pass and it's free it's great yeah and they have revolving uh installations and all that to check out too so yes first thursdays the first thursday of every month it sounds like mm-hmm. starting in january oh now we're back to the now to the natural progression from chat gpt and ai i also left this next story for you the, the yes. tech expert big pink as you all know has a new security <laughs> robot Owners want you to take selfies with it. 
Yeah. Unico Properties LLC, the owners of Portland's second tallest building. There's a there's a uh, goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like when they were building they were building the Empire State Building and the um and the uh, Chrysler Building at the same time. And uh, so they're going up and up and up and the Chrysler building gets done first, you know, beautiful, most beautiful building in the world, the tallest with a spire. And um, w- the plans for the Empire State Building, everybody knew, except there was a secret um, Zeppelin t- tower that they built inside the <laughs> Empire State Building at the very last minute raised it up out of the top for it to become the, the tallest building in the world. So it's for like, like 11 months, the Chrysler building was the tallest building in the world. Nobody's got uh, anything better to do. Well, back <laughs> to the story, the second tallest yes. building owners deployed the five foot, five inch, 420 pound. Oh, sounds like somebody hey. did in college autonomous <laughs> security guard to watch over the perimeter of the tower parking garage in early December, nicknamed Rob, which I'm thinking that's exactly what's going to happen to it. Yeah. The security <laughs> robot offers continuous 4K, 360-degree video surveillance, thermal imaging, a two-way intercom between citizens and the building security officers, and license plate recognition technology. Unico wow. Properties Director of Real Estate Services, Karen Eichen, said in a press release that the robot is, quote, fun fun unquote to interact with until it pulls out its guns uh, <laughs> you have five seconds to comply this uh, is yeah this is literally the plot of a, of a terrible b horror movie called chopping mall yes where at night the little robots patrol the mall but then they go crazy <laughs> and there's like teens caught in there and they they have rockets and they just like blow the kids heads off and it's great i must watch this uh, for christmas chopping uh, mall no chopping ever happens in the movie but it is called chopping mall Interesting. Well, the fun, it's fun to be interacted with and and encouraging people to visit the building and take a selfie with the surveillance machine. So now it's a machine and not a robot. Big Pink is immensely safe. She says, pulling on her collar nervously. (laughs) (laughs) Come come rent from us now, please. She's got her hand behind her back with their fingers crossed. (laughs) Adding Rob to our security team augments our security platform with the next generation in surveillance and security. And as a result, it should bring additional peace of mind. Hmm. But Rob is also fun, interactive, and cute. I mean... Beauties in the eye. It looks order. like, and there isn't. I didn't post a picture here. I I, I should use it as a as a show. Doesn't show it look thumbnail, like but kind it, of it just looks like a Dalek. The nose like cone of a rocket. Yeah, yeah. It's just sort of a, a a dots candy shaped blob, which I didn't know until this article that is just a parking garage because all the pictures are of it like out front of Big Pink. Yeah, and it's like between this and like the little delivery robots. Like, when are we gonna let go of this? Like. People are just going to harass it and knock it over and kick the crap out of it. And it's like, what are we? Well, maybe they're trying to build a better future, Todd. I mean, come on. Well, I won't have it. <laughs> well, she goes There's on. One to thing the I'm against. It's a better future. In the, in the article to say, come take a selfie with Rob and add some joy to your day. So add some, maybe I, I, just I think need you need joy. to add some joy to your day, Todd. I'll go visit Rob and I for sure will not knock him over and run away. <laughs> I don't think you can. 420 pounds. I don't 420 think 420 that... pounds. You could tackle it like a, like a tackling dummy. You just put some <laughs> shoulder pads on and take that thing out. Have you played football, Todd? 
I did. I played two years of football. Okay, in, well, in I guess school. I won't question you anymore. <laughs> I played flag football in middle school. What are you talking about? Nice. I did hate every moment of it, but I did play for two years. Yes. You have to get pretty low on that one to tip it over, I got to say. Uh, yes, the center of gravity is way down there. Uh, well, what did you Google, Dave, in 2023? <laughs> Show us your search history. All right, here uh, it is. But NotNerd.com. <laughs> Hot technology. <laughs> Unclothed electronics. Uh, well, this is what other people were searching. These were the year's top internet searches uh, from different categories. There's the ongoing Israel-Hamas war, which mm -hmm. topped the news trend. Um, followed by queries related to the Titanic-bound submersible that imploded back June. Wow, remember that? I forgot. Uh, as well as February's devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Um, and this is someone I've never heard of, but Damar Hamlin. Oh, I do remember this was Google's top trend trending person on search this year. Uh, he was the NFL player who had a near death cardiac arrest oh, on right, the field, right. uh, but has since that. completely. Uh, uh, recovered from that actor Jeremy Renner that's right who survived a serious snowplow accident mm -hmm. at the uh, start of 23 uh, and then Matthew Perry and Tina Turner for notable in in way in the world of entertainment of course Barbie dominated the uh, Google searches movie trend followed by the Barbenheimer co-pilot we're kind of say Barbenheimer just like we are the ex formerly known as Twitter Right. Um, Oppenheimer and the Indian and the Indian thriller Jawan in TV, The Last of Us Wednesday and Ginny and Georgia, which is something I have never heard of wow, were the top three trending shows in 2023. Wow. Uh oh. Yeo Sabi's Idol was Google's top trending song on uh, the search, which must be one of the uh, Japanese K-pop idol things. Okay. Uh, and Jason Aldean's <laughs> Try That in a Small Town. I just want which... one correction. I think K-pop is Korean, not Japanese. But... Oh, what did I say? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a Japan's K-pop. That'd be <laughs> J-pop. <laughs> J-pop, yes. So I'm not sure where Yeasobi's idol uh, is from. Um but also, yeah, try that in a small town. And Shakira and, of course, Dave's favorite song of the year, Shakira and Bizarrap's Music <laughs> Section Volo Volume 53 was also very popular. So maybe Nate spin spins that down at, at the marathon tavern. He The marathon tavern. Um, let's see what else. Bibby, bi uh oh, Bibimbap was the top trending recipe. So everybody makes them bibim, bibimbap. That's, that sounds like a song. That is not a real word that you're saying, I don't think. Bibimbap. Um, let's see. Uh, the, uh, uh, Messi, the soccer player, of course, uh, was in sports. Uh, in the United States, many consumers spent 2023 asking why eggs, Taylor Swift tickets, and sriracha bottles were so expensive, while Riz, which we talked about uh, last week on the show, was Oxford's word of the year uh, in the slang. Um, but hmm. for the 25th anniversary, Google also released top search data of all time. And they have actually, it's one of the ads I didn't press skip on on YouTube. Uh, Google has a kind of a 25 years of searching. So they kind of go through all of the old memes and all of the search clips and all that, which is kind of a fun little uh, time portal. But they have something called the time capsule, which you can look up in each section in each year. It looked like what the top search terms were. 
Um, Interesting. And then a separate one for top. And if you click on that top of 2023 link, here, let me mm-hmm. open that. It's completely uninteresting because guess what? The number one search word uh, in in Google that's last year was YouTube. Mark and Toddcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how to not, how to unsubscribe to the Mark and Toddcast. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah, the first five are YouTube, Amazon, Facebook, Google. Oh, you forgot weather. The, and yeah, weather, Google, Gmail, and then Wordle, which is a thing within Google Translate, Walmart, Yahoo. So most of these are just searches for yeah. other sites or things like NFL, NBA. I have seen, I mean, I don't want to insult people who are listening to this podcast, but I have seen with my own eyes, people go to google.com and in the web browser, or I'm sorry, in the little search term, type in YouTube and then hit return. I'm just like, I have well to, to YouTube. To be fair, I've done that, but only because like I'll click the Google in my little saved you know, in my, in my Firefox browser, you know, save, save tabs or whatever. And I'll click on that and just start typing Mm -hmm. because I just want to open a new browser window. And so I'll want to go to YouTube, but I'll forget that it's just putting me in the open Google field. So I can see why a lot of that happens, but I can see a lot of people Googling where to get to YouTube as well. Yeah. The YouTube. Because almost all of these, I mean, the entire top 75 just seems to be like other people's, website like nike and like sam's club dollar tree mm-hmm. disney plus apple like all of these things that people are you just have to put the word with the dot com after it and it goes there but the pro yes. tip of the week ooh, is, not, ooh. Yeah, you heard the sound probably nobody else will um <laughs> the 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 url bar is also a search bar so you don't have to go to google.com and navigate to the search you can just search right in the url bar Yes, that Save is also good seconds. And you're actually, I tried to use uh, uh, one of your pro tips earlier today by doing the reader only version of a yeah. site that wouldn't let me. And the site was too smart and it, like yeah. it wouldn't let me, it wouldn't let me go figure it out. So through the magic yes, of are... not visiting that site is how I fix those. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, which is why uh, I forget what story that was, but I just copied and pasted from somewhere else hmm. for that story. Wow, oh, we're at what the about, end of the news already. Oh yeah, you go said ahead. the time capsule. Did you want to discuss that? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go to that. Let's go to this. We have some time to waste here. Let's go to the time capsule. So it's called Google Trends Time Capsule, and it is at uh, trendstimecapsule.ue.r.appspot.com. Are you kidding me? They couldn't have just got a tiny URL or something like that. Or wow. Maybe it's not affiliated with Google, even though well, you, there's the Google thing in the right. screen I'm looking at. Well, there's a Google so, yeah, logo is... in the top left corner. You would think if it weren't affiliated. But it... yeah, this was I Googled top trending results or whatever. Okay. Um, and then there's a there's a quiz that you can take. Maybe you can take the quiz. But then you can do a what was the most searched and it has it broken down into anime, athlete, card, children's show, dog. So you can. Uh, dig down into each of these and then click on those, which gives you each year from 1999 until now the top five things, um, the top five things Google that year in that category. So you can we try see to take the, the rise of uh... <sighs> what's what's the big podcaster guy? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan in 2011. The X Factor 
Oh, it's UK. It was. I was, I was uh, thinking, oh, X Factor, the rise of Joe Rogan, but it's the UK version, so never mind. Ah, uh, I was. I was going to try to make a, an, a, a connection here, but it's neat because on I'm in reality TV. You can highlight in it, uh, like the big boss, and it highlights all of them throughout the year, so that you can kind of see. Oh, you can follow the uh, well. Whether I it's gone up the... and down. I'll just say the user interface is very well designed. Well, and I w- I just clicked on the take the quiz, which is like the main prominent thing on that first page, thinking it was going to be like, what do you, and this is the question, question one of six. What is your favorite anime from the list below? Well, that's not a quiz. That's a, <laughs> that's just asking me what my favorite, <laughs> and it, there's like nine choices. And it's, and it's and then, kind of leading the witness too, because what if it's something that, what's your favorite one is not on the list not there and yeah question two what is your favorite card game listed below well let me just i, I mean it's kind of a quiz, who's your I favorite guess. athlete but wow i don't understand what this would have to do <laughs> well let me finish it maybe it does something special favorite children's show i'll just click on these here favorite dog breed and my favorite movie from the one listed below let's see 50 shades of gray <laughs> i will pick that one <laughs> um so your time capsule is from 1999. Oh, and so all of the things I picked. So I picked Pokemon, Uno, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Sesame Street, Bulldog, and Fifty Shades of Grey. It gives you so. Your, your it has time now time and space. But why? Maybe that's when those. It doesn't tell me why. Well, because those My things were popular in that year. But yeah, there's no. I can't. I can't expound on. Them. I can't click. Uh, I thought I was going to be able to click on them and see where they were, but I can't even click on any of the things. It is just a try again. So you get a your time capsule is from 1999, and it shows you what you answered. So world's worst quiz. <laughs> Rush to it now. <laughs> but there's a cool graphic of a grid floating towards you in space. Exactly. Very 80s. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was less fun than I was hoping it to be. Um, <laughs> so. Moving on to our last, this is actually as you uh, usually we have a very tongue in cheek feel good stories where like and I had one flagged where a botched uh, it was a ended up being a terrible painful story about a botched surgery that <laughs> was much funnier based on the headline so I chose not to pick that uh, but this is not only a true feel good story but it has a personal connection to me mm. and a in a six degrees way and actually to you too in a six degrees way so wow. and this made uh, headlines around the world an ultra rare pair of Nike Nike's worth ten thousand dollars anonymous anonymously donated to Portland Rescue Mission. In 2019, Academy Award-winning filmmaker Spike Lee hired famed Nike shoe designer Tinker Hatfield, a great name, to create a custom set of Air Jordan 3s for a small group of people in honor of his 2019 Oscar nomination for Black Klansman. Years later, a pair of those sneakers tumbled down. Oh, years. Last week, a pair of those sneakers uh, tumbled down the donation slot at Portland Rescue Mission and into the hands of former homeless man and recovering addict James Free. 
Free, who was undergoing work uh, training at the Portland Rescue Mission Warehouse in West Portland, found the sparkling golden shoes and brought them to the staff's attention. He was sorting through a large cardboard or a large crate of backlog donations when he saw a shiny pair of gold Nike Air Jordan 3 sneakers, the Portland Rescue Mission said. And after gathering second opinions from sneaker heads and experts, staff members realized what they had on their hands. A Hatfield, who is a designer, personally authenticated the shoes after the discovery, telling the Portland Rescue Mission that he made only four or five pairs of those custom Jordans. According to the estimates, the unique shoes are expected to fetch $10,000 to $20,000 at auction. They're uh, going to Sotheby's auction, which is like a legit Mm -hmm. auction house. Uh, which will happen on December 18. Hatfield, oh, what is the date today? How close are we? It is oh, we're on the 17th. 17th. So this, by the time most people will hear this, uh, they will have uh, maybe been auctioned off already. Um, Hatfield was notified of the unanimous, uh, un- easy, of the anonymous donation and visited Portland Mes- Rescue Mission, bringing along additional design paraphernalia, including a replacement box, which he signed to increase the price of the shoes uh, that they would receive at the auction, said the mission. Hatfield was also excited about the discovery. He said, I'm thrilled these shoes ended up here. It is a happy ending to a really great project. Uh, and even better news, the rescue mission will receive 100% of the proceeds from the sale. The profits from the auction will go toward funding more recovery programs like the one that helped free rebuild his life um when asked what his message is to other men struggling with addiction and homelessness he teared up and replied let someone help you it is truly remarkable how everyone here wants to help he told the nonprofit, james could not be more pleased that the sneakers he uncovered in a bin of discarded items will help hundreds of men who also feel disregarded find a pathway forward and a new community that reminds them of their worth so you know what else amazing story yes well you know what else would have helped james free uh get on the road to recovery is 10 to twenty thousand dollars yes for finding those shoes now do you think so yes i don't know if he'll get a special cut yeah maybe do you think someone inadvertently donated them and didn't know or that's what i'm wondering so i said there was a personal connection that that, way it's too risky that both yeah that both of us know so um i believe either the spokesman or, or one of the um people at portland rescue mission is a friend uh, is a friend of mine uh and do you know who who bethany uh, bethany and will hewitt are yeah 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 from church um so bethany's sister mm. uh works at the portland rescue mission and she's her spokesman she goes on what K2 about her all the time and, is, is that- um and her cousin's yeah. uncle um so and they are friends of mine too so she is the one that kind of was part of all of all of finding these so wow. she posted and she didn't expect it to go like crazy and so this past week she, and so i was joking with with her sister at church today i'm like it's the most exciting thing that's happening in my life and it's not even happening to me but it's just and so i was i was <laughs> i was talking about with someone else about just the logistics of it it, it had to be a somebody didn't know what they had because if you were to know to to donate them you wouldn't do it this way Mm -hmm. hoping that someone would find them so either somebody would just like did some spring spring winter cleaning or a wife was like oh i'm sick of all my husband's has too much crap i'm just throwing some of this out and it ends up at the rescue mission and you can't i mean there's only four or five of them made and so you can't be like, 
oh shoot that was a mistake and ask for them back because yeah. then you're like the worst person on <laughs> earth <laughs> being well, like maybe oh, oh they, my bad can i have those back maybe if they uh pay the ten thousand dollars yeah they oh that there you go they'll have to buy them back which would yeah. be amazing but but yes i'm sure whoever it is even if it was a mistake it seems like a small enough amount that they'd be like oh that's fine as long as <laughs> I'm glad something good happened to them and they didn't get, you know, yeah, cause, whatever. I mean, something worth ten or $20,000. I mean, that's no big deal. Just to guys like you and to me, somebody, that's a pittance. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's that's one week of Mark and Toddcast revenue alone <laughs> is is ten to $20,000. Just from one of your distribution channels. Exactly. Just my Dr. R.I.P. merch alone it takes him that much. <laughs> Which I did get. Uh, Nicole uh, from church texted mm-hmm. me. She's like, "I was really thrown off today because Dave showed up with a shirt with with your face on it, saying, <laughs> oh, hi, I didn't see you come in.'" And I was like, "Yay!" I'm trying to pimp him out for you. <laughs> trying to make it happen. So did she uh, buy anyway, one? So I don't. I don't think. Or so. Or was she looking sadly. for a freebie? That's you got to look out for that. You know. Oh, there you go. No freebies. No. Um, Double for But you. anyway, uh, a heartwarming true Christmas miracle. It was that, a Christmas um, miracle. It really is. And I, I rarely get the chance to say that accurately, but it was a Christmas miracle. Hmm. That's uh, Saying everything is a Christmas miracle is like my favorite joke because <laughs> it works all year around. <laughs> true. And it makes it funnier the further away from Christmas you get. Yeah. But then you get closer and it, like, it always... it. <laughs> So peak funny is Timeless. somewhere in the summer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Or on a different holiday is <laughs> <It> very funny. <laughs> There's some algorithm somewhere that'll maybe we could ask Chat GPT to create an algorithm that would tell us the the, com- the comedy flow chart yeah. of the it's a Christmas miracle joke that I tell everyone. <laughs> well, awesome. Anything else we wanna we wanna toss in here before we I don't before think we so. sign off? Be good. What is what is the uh be excellent to each other. Be excellent. And oh yes, that's the Bill on. and Ted. What I've inadvertently started saying at the end of some Doctor R.I.P. videos, my my outro used to be uh, "Be kind, rewind." Mm-hmm. But I started. I was I was doing a video a while ago, and just automatically I said, "And remember, uh, take care of yourselves and each other." Which Who's I and heard, each other. And <laughs> oh, I have nothing to. Does this make a clown horn? Uh, sometimes straws will make that clown horn noise, but I don't have one. You deserve that. There we go. I was going to say, you could use the air horn for that one because you dropped oh, here that we one go. like a bomb. <laughs> Perfect. So much so that I completely can't remember now what I was saying. Oh, let's rewind. Be kind of rewind. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so one time I said, um, take care of yourselves and each other, which is how Jerry Springer signed off every single <laughs> one of his shows was and take take care of yourselves and each other uh, so that he could, in his mind, rede- redeem some of his human dignity after yeah. a, a parade of, of nonsense. Freaks but and weirdos. years later, and I can't remember, it was on one of the main networks one of their nightly newscasters says, and remember, take care of yourselves and each other. I'm like, he's stealing Jerry Springer's outro for his, or maybe it was Tucker Carlson. It was something like that, but it was well, very funny. But Maybe they came up with it by themselves and it just happened it, to be the same thing. 
I would like to continue the the unfounded lie and rumor. Uh, Jerry Springer <laughs> could also be taking it from somewhere that I don't know the origin. Oh, I'm sure. But yes, that's probably take care Bible of yourselves or and each other is my. <laughs> it's the eleventh commandment. Yeah. <laughs> Remember on uh, history of the world part whatever, he drops their fifteen. Your fifteen commit. Crunch. Your ten commandments. <laughs> I always remember that part. That's so funny. Uh, perfect. Well, thank you, Dave, for jumping on last yeah. minute and recording with me. I always enjoy doing it. and glad I could drag you along. Fun to do. And I mean, it's just exposure for me. I mean, I don't I don't think that the same five people that listen to our show are the same five people that listen to your show. So it's extra exposure. Maybe not. Yeah, I always assume it is literally just like the five of us. Just, yeah, I wonder what the listening to each other's podcast and, and that's it. But but who knows? Yes, well, tell people a little bit more. I always kind of compare the Not Nerd podcast, which I love and listen to every week and watch them live at 630 on YouTube. But you can also get them in your podcast feed. <laughs> um, is there's sort of an overlap between our two shows in that our show is kind of a science for science and geeky stuff for people that are not super science dorks so like if you hear the story on our show they'll dig into it a little bit more if it sounds super interesting but we give them kind of an overview of oh this is what the black plague was or whatever Mm -hmm. and your show kind of does that too it's it's tech and tech news and tech tips for people that aren't big tech nerds and like watching marquise brownlee and like all the websites and stuff you are uh you condense that down into practical tips that anyone can use if you combine us together we are uh science and technology for the layperson that is that is very true yeah and uh, yeah often we'll have some of the same stories too that kind of overlap and you know about chat gpt or ai or whatever but you guys are have actual tips and and what what you guys do that the market podcast is not is a keep track of where you're pulling your stories from so you can reference them later <laughs> and you make it <laughs> you make it nice for every show you flag you were talking about this website or this tip or this is how you do you guys put that all into a format that that people can actually go to use and and since we're right before christmas uh tell me about the not picks site yeah if you go to and i'm just going to double check here um not picks.com n-o-t oh man my keyboard's not working n-o-t-p-i-c-k-s.com there we are it goes right there and there are affiliate links to many of the products that Nate and I have purchased ourselves and enjoy. We don't get any type of sponsorship or any free stuff, um, but these are things that we purchased and enjoy ourselves. And you can get an uh, typically through Amazon or Timu, which are affiliate links. If you decide to buy them, we get a small kickback. Full disclosure, but yeah, they're man. I'm reminded, but they are things that you guys have actually used, which I like. They're not just like random, random picks. You'll you'll Um, notice the fourth item on the top is this anchor soundbar, which I have right here. Oh, nice, yeah, right here. I just found a soundbar at the bins. Oh, did you? I now use uh, via Bluetooth if I (laughs) uh, in the other room, which is very fancy. But what I like about like usually we were talking about uh, at the beginning of the show for any Christmas christmas wishes um and a lot of the time for guys and especially dads who tend to just oh i need this thing i'm just gonna go get it or whatever they're very hard to buy for Mm -hmm. and this is a great list for because there's totally practical things like uh chargers that have different things that fit different ports and like right this uh this watch or this thing or telescoping ladder 
from yeah, there you go. Remember that thing? Uh, but then, yeah, but then there's like games and, and other stuff too. So yeah, notpicks.com is a great place to go for those Christmas things. Um, yeah. Any, anything else? Are we I signing th- out? I think that's it. I'm just all right. Well, happy to at, help at out. your, at your, yes, at your soundboard discretion, then we will take us out with uh, whatever your choice is. So thanks everyone for listening. Uh, check out Fun Employment Radio. Uh, Portland at the Movies might also have a special guest, Dave Baylor, coming up. Uh, that is in the works. We're talking <laughs> Maybe. with these people uh, before we can we can ink that down. But thank you everyone for listening. We will see you later. Oh, and oh, oh go on, go on. <laughs> that always reminds me. Uh oh. Did you get all that feedback too? That was crazy. I was going to say that one always reminds me of the uh, I'm loving it. But so that reminds me of that. Um, um, Oh, next next week, uh, I should hope uh, we're not going to have an episode, but uh, we'll be doing the yearly compilation of Mark's uh, and others dad jokes, uh, which I failed to bring to my own episode. So uh, look for that next week um, and we will see you next year. Here we go. I could finally steal all your sounders at once. <laughs> and oh, and and to end it all, fantastic. And we're out. And we're out. <laughs>